Out Bay, we got you covered on 97.4 FM. Feel good music. Yeah, today we commemorate World Mental Health Day. And we now found out more about the impact of social media on our mental health. We're joined on the line by Casey Chambers, who is Operations Director at the South African and Depression and Anxiety Group. Good afternoon to you, Casey. Good afternoon. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Good to have you on the show this Monday afternoon. So, Casey, what are the effects associated with the continued use of social media? So this is a really interesting uh, research that a lot of countries around the world have looked at. And there's different research that has come out. And the results are saying that anything... Too much of anything can lead to bad consequences. And this Mm. is also what happens with regards to social media. There's been research that's been released even by the WHO that increased social media, increased screen time can actually increase symptoms of anxiety or depression. Mm. Uh, It decreases self-esteem and self-confidence. And to some degree, for someone who's already feeling depressed or Mm. anxious or has a mental health issue, it could make those feelings a lot worse. So there is a direct impact of too much social media. Very interesting, because I was watching a show on BBC yesterday. Um, You know, they were talking about influencers, bloggers, Mm. people who are on social media. And um, they had an example of a British lady who was a social media superstars. Mm. Uh, Advertisers came to her, but she was talking about how she used to be anxious and how she used Mm. to to count the likes. And, you know, Mm. every time when she posted something, she would worry if people would like what she posted or people would Mm. say negative things about it. She had to leave social media 100% and she had to go to hospital. Mm. And and you can imagine when you're... Uh, measuring your life by the number of people that are following you, your number of friends that you have on social media, the number of likes. It's all about what can I do to make the the pictures prettier and looking more exciting. And, you know, the world of social media isn't what reality looks like. You're only posting your best pictures, what you want other people to see. So it's not really real. And for a lot of young people who are on social media, the pictures that you're seeing of supermodels and the the best places people are going for holiday you know especially as you mentioned with the social media influencers they're paid to be putting these amazing pictures these holidays their fancy bags so the Mm. life that is portrayed to us is not the reality of what we live in so when you think of your own life you think wow Mm. i don't have these things my life doesn't look this Mm. pretty and for a lot of girls especially it Mm. really impacts their their body image, their self-esteem, their self-confidence. And you can understand by seeing these themes. But I mean, when you're talking social media, we know that all the algorithms, social media is designed to be addictive. Mm. They see and learn instantly from what you're watching. How long are you spending on a video? Who Mm. are you searching? Um, Then they make sure that those adverts are there. So you're seeing more of the stuff that you can get, you know, stuck in that black hole with. And I think all of those images, all of those reminders can be negatively impacting on our mental health. And especially for young people who are so, um, you know, susceptible to these different outside influences, it can be very scary for a lot of young people. And, And this is why we have to filter what we're watching on social media, how much time we're spending on social media to really look after our mental well-being. And one other point I wanted to mention with regards to some of the international research is that there's been direct links of 
too much social media or too much screen time actually having a negative impact on your sleep. Mm. And this happens so often. I mean, for many of us, we go to bed and the last thing we're doing is scrolling on social media, seeing Mm. what people have posted. And we think it's going to be five minutes scrolling, but actually it could be an hour later and you're still scrolling. What also happens with young people, and especially when you're keeping phones in the bedroom, they'll go to bed, they'll wake up in the middle of the night, maybe they're hot or they're going to the bathroom, and they think, well, let me quickly have a, a look on social media. Who's liked my post? Who's followed me? And then they spend hours catching up on social media when they should be sleeping. So all of this comes together where it impacts our mental well-being. Speaking about, you know, young people, teens especially, um, you know, are there visible signs that parents can pick up? Hmm. I think for a lot of children and teens, you know, as parents and teachers and caregivers, we also have to remember that they're still developing. Their brains are still developing. Um, And this is where a lot of how they process on social media is, is still so influenced um, and so open and so vulnerable. Mm. Some of the signs and symptoms that you can look out for that perhaps your child is spending too much time on social media or it's having a negative impact on their mental well-being. The first thing is sleep. Are they sleeping enough? Are they waking up at odd times in the middle of the night? Are they tired the next day? Are you seeing that they're isolating themselves from interactions with family and friends, but they prefer to stay on their phone for hours, and that's their safe space? Are you finding that there's been a a drop in performance at school? Uh, They're not getting the marks they're used to. They're not doing their homework. They're failing tests more regularly. And I think as a parent, it's kind of linking all of this together and saying, hey, something doesn't seem right. My child's not their normal self. What's going on? And one of the big indicators as a parent is if you say, let's take a digital break, let's have no phones for the next hour or two and see how your team reacts. If they get very anxious because you're taking away their phone or they're not going to have access to their phone, then it tells you that something could be more serious and that they're becoming addicted to checking social media, they're becoming reliant on having that phone, and it tells you that that's not necessarily healthy coping mechanisms. So, yeah, that was going to be my my next question, you know. Um, Mm. Taking a break from social media, you know, are Mm. there any benefits? Absolutely. There's direct benefits where they say if you take breaks from screens and social media, and this is even for adults, you know, during COVID where we've done this remote working and we're spending so much time on our phones and our computers and on Zooms, even taking a break from screen time instantly increases our mental well-being. So it's actually good for you, you and your mental health if you take breaks. And I think for a lot of parents, What we urge them to do is to practice what we preach and be role models and say, okay, as a family, uh, for dinner time, no one's looking at their phones and we're all going to take a a screen-free time. Or having a few hours on the weekend where no one looks at their phone. You know, we're giving this device to children and and showing them this amazing world on social media because not everything is negative and bad for you if we use it properly. So we're having to also teach our children how to use that wisely and smartly. So taking regular breaks, making sure that you're not keeping the phone in the bedroom. Um, You know, these are just simple things that as parents we can help teach our children to work more smartly with social media and devices. So, um, Casey, then... Why do we keep going back to social media even though we, we know it's detrimental to our mental health? 
I think to, to really clarify that social media can actually be good for our mental health if mm. we're doing using it correctly. You know, we're following accounts that are good for us. Yeah. We are using social media, you know, apps and groups online that is actually good for us. We're learning new skills. And, and we've seen the power of social media, even during COVID, when all of us were told to stay at home, we were in lockdown, we couldn't socialize, and especially for young people, they couldn't communicate and interact as they used to and, and how they should be doing, right? Building relationships and learning communication skills is really important during those developmental years. But being able to use social media so that it actually aids our mental health. So having more apps that where we're learning skills, we're learning languages, we perhaps are having groups where we can connect with friends and family, but using it responsibly, not just getting lost in that constant reel or feed of this information. Also, filtering information that we are watching. So not following all the different accounts making sure that the accounts are sharing, you know, responsible content and information. If we do these little things, we're able to make sure that social media and our devices are actually really good for us. And I think this is where we have to learn that balance. As parents, we have to have conversations around what is good on social media, what's not so great for our mental health. And, and really take control as to what we're exposing ourselves to. It, it's almost to an example of, you know, putting on the action channel for small children and then just watch all the different action movies and violence and aggression and guns. We have to make sure that we're filtering that information and having that parental guidance control on what our children are using in social media. Social media is always going to be there. It's the next step for the world. It's moving faster, technology. So we have to keep up. We just have to teach our children how to use it wisely and how it can actually help us. Casey Chambers, thank you so much for your insights and thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. No, thank you so, so much. Excellent. There you go. Casey Chambers there. Uh, She's the Operations Director at the South African and Depression and Anxiety Group.